The Good Neighbor Network, FM 101.9 and AM 1450 Murfreesboro, FM 100.5 Smyrna, and online at WGNSRadio.com. This is the WGNS Action Line, talking with Rutherford County newsmakers about what matters most to you. Now your host, Bart Walker. Hey, good morning to you. We have a very special program this morning. We're going to be talking about one of my favorite subjects, and that is patronizing our local family businesses. This Saturday is a very special day, and we have some very special people with us. Sarah Callender is with us, who is the Executive Director of Main Street Murfreesboro. Good morning, Sarah. Good morning. Thanks for having us. Great to have you here today. Uh, What happens Saturday? Oh, my goodness. We love Saturday. After Thanksgiving, it is time to start thinking about that Christmas list. Mm -hmm. And what better way to fulfill that list um, than to support small businesses. And so it's a national shop small Saturday. Um, And, you know, where else should you go than downtown, the um, super ecosystem of small businesses? And you brought two merchants from yes. the downtown business area. Yes, they probably, I don't know if they're the longest um, businesses downtown. There's, there's a couple that. of they're, them. They're the youngest <laughs> people, but they have <laughs> run the businesses longer. Yes, they are great supporters <laughs> of the Main Street program and supporting other small businesses. And that's the key downtown, um, I think, for a successful small business. They are great at their own, what they do, but they also support each other, and um, that's why I think that they've been so successful. Mm-hmm. Judy Goldie is one of those. Judy, good morning to oh, you. Oh, good morning, Bart. Good to have you with us today. Great to be here. Why do you like downtown so much? What? You know, there is just nothing that feels d- better than a historic downtown Murfreesboro. I mean, it is the heartbeat of Murfreesboro. I mean, the small, if you want to shop small, um, coming downtown Murfreesboro is the place to go. There's so many independently owned businesses, restaurants, and they're fun. They're interesting. They have got great products, great service. So it's it's just a feeling down here that you could never get anywhere else. And you have really enjoyed having a business downtown so much that you opened two and now you have three yeah well actually four count in the back room yeah so yes yes. so uh milne davenport my partner she runs the marketplace in the back room the home goods stores that we have which is really fun we have one-of-a-kind furniture pieces and just beautiful things there and then i run the ladies boutiques which is trendy pieces and bella's boutique um, we've been in business 35 years and been downtown for over 15 years now phenomenal yeah Chris Gerbman is also with us, and he's the one that has uh, everything that's delicious and has no calories and is healthy for us. Is that right, Chris? Absolutely, Bart. Absolutely. <laughs> and actually, it's 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 not my store. I just work there. I've worked there for 28 years. <laughs> it actually belongs to Karen, my wife. So she is my boss. Yes. Okay. We'll just get that straight right off the off the top. You you'd get in trouble when you got home. I would. I would. Tell us what's special about uh, owning a business in downtown Murfreesboro and having a family-owned business. Well, it, of course, owning your own business is, is a lot of fun in a lot of different ways because you get to set your own hours. You get to figure out what it is that you want to do. However, there are lots of uh, pitfalls uh, in a family-run business when you are are trying your best to to do what the public wants but yet you have small kids at home and you want to go home and see them every once in a while that you know it it can be difficult but 
being downtown, I mean, I grew up downtown. I used to walk with my great aunt to Cecil Elrod's The French Shop where she worked. And I would play in the parking lot out back. And I, I learned early on that if I got hungry, all mm -hmm. I had to do was play really, really loudly. And Mr. Elrod would come, Mr. Elrod Sr. would come downstairs and he would call for the car. And a little man would bring the car around and he would say, come on, boy. And we'd get in the car and we'd drive out of the parking lot around the, the block to Mowdy's drugstore. And then he, we'd get out of, out of the car. We'd go over to Mowdy's. He would pat a seat and say, here, sit down here. And he'd order me a cherry Coke and uh, an egg salad sandwich or a tuna fish sandwich. And he'd say, you stay here. I'm going back to work. And he'd get in the car and drive <laughs> back around the block. So that, that actually is the same parking lot I park in now. Um, so uh, for me, downtown is home. So each time you go to work and park in the parking lot, you think of those days. I am reminded of, of Mr. Elrod and of the, those Maori sandwiches. Oh, those are so good. You know, that's one of those things that uh, is, is important with small businesses, and especially those in downtown Murfreesboro. You have those memories. Absolutely. Can you imagine the memories people have of going to Holden Hardware? I mean, when, when we were talking about them earlier this morning, it was going through my mind, the smell of Holden Hardware. I was seeing sleds thinking we need those pretty soon <laughs> that's right We're, hopefully we'll need those yeah maybe this year or it'll snow you know so get one and be be safe that's right be prepared now saturday is a big day for small business why is it important this is small business saturday uh, why is it important to shop small businesses there is actually um research that shows that about 67 percent of every dollar, that 67 cents out of every dollar that is spent in a locally owned, locally run shop stays within that community. That's a big portion. Oh, yeah. I mean, if you, if you think about going to a box store where it drops to less than 3%, that's, that's a lot of dollars that stay into the infrastructure of our community. So it just makes financial sense. Unfortunately, today, not only are people not thinking about shopping with family-owned businesses, they're not even thinking local almost. They just, they don't think any difference of shopping here, the next county, the one, three uh, counties away, or even worse, just ordering online. They don't stop and realize they're running, uh, they're, they're lowering the, what's coming into our community. What, what everybody really needs to realize is that the reason that it, it counts, the reason that it makes a difference is the fact that they're going to end up paying higher taxes to support those roads and, and those uh, schools and things. If they were to shop local, Bunnies stay within the community already, and the community supports itself that way. The more money you send out of the community, the more money you're going to have to put back into your community. That's one thing our local Chamber of Commerce has really done a good job of getting that message out. But for those who have moved here from other places, they have this was 
the first time many of them have been exposed to that theory, the importance of shopping local. Yeah. They don't I, even think that in Nashville. I do feel like in the last few years, people are really embracing and understanding the importance of shopping small. Um, you know, I, I just see it when they have company come in from out of town, families come out of town. Where do they want to bring them? They want to bring them to this thing that makes Murfreesboro special is our downtown. And I just was saying the other day that I think people sometimes think they have to pay more when they shop small. Well, that's necessarily not true at all. We have a tremendous amount of very wonderful brands in our store. And I know for a fact that we sell them cheaper than you can buy them online or at a big box store. So I think if people come downtown, they're going to get the special service that they cannot get anywhere else. Um, building those relationships, knowing the customer, knowing what sizes they need, or in Chris's situation, what chocolate they like. Absolutely. But I do feel like people are understanding more and more that if they don't support their small business that they love, they may not still be here next year. So I do think people are seeing it more. Do you think so, Sarah? Yeah, and I think what, what you said, it's, it's a sense of place for downtown. So everybody loves the idea of a historic downtown. And Murfreesboro is praised because we have kept so many buildings. But you don't realize behind the scenes, the people that are keeping up those buildings are the ones that are usually paying rent to have their business in there. And they're taking care of it. I mean, both, I know Chris and Karen own a building downtown, but you rent the one that you're in for Country That's Gourmet. Correct. And Judy, y'all rent your buildings, but you put your own money into restoring them yes we do and it's a lot this year yes you have (laughs) and so i mean it's a bigger picture than just buying a piece of clothing or you know a gift for somebody you're helping them to keep the restoration of our historic downtown amen thank you for knowing that Mm -hmm. and there's a feeling of of walking into history too there's it's just a different mood Mm-hmm. When you're shopping around local family businesses, especially the downtown Murfreesboro business, uh, you have a big event coming up on the 1st of, of December. Tell us yes, about Yes, we love to bring people downtown to make them aware of the small businesses that are downtown and to make people feel like this is their home. I mean, if they have that feeling that the downtown is a place where they can bring friends and family then they're going to walk around. Then they're going to shop in the small businesses and go eat at the restaurants. And that is the overall purpose of Main Street. So the tree lighting is December 1st. Um, and there are going to be the stores are going to be open the entire day. Um, it will be walkable on the streets. You know, the streets will be shut down after 4 o'clock. So people can just walk around and shop and get free hot cocoa and see live reindeer and carriage rides around the downtown and see Santa himself. Something the kids will just love. I mean, yes. <laughs> reindeer and cocoa. It's and everything. <laughs> Santa Claus. Santa Claus. You can't beat it. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and just something for everybody downtown. There is. I, I want to, again, we've said this before, but I, I want to comment and, and thank the folks at uh, Main Street Murfreesboro. Mm-hmm. For the art that you've brought downtown. Oh, yeah. Uh, you continue to work to make improvements. and It, it just makes it more inviting mm-hmm. to come downtown and, and see. Now, this is art that you've rented, uh, public art sculptures. 
Uh, will those be changed ever so often, or will they just no, go away? We got them for three months. Three months. And then um, the first week in January, they'll go back up to New Jersey. Oh, and so people yeah. haven't seen them. They are so cool. They are, they are cool. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So there's one in the green space next to Shacklets. Yes. There's one uh, over in front of the uh, Center for the Arts. Mm-hmm. And, and at Oakland's. There's okay. one looking okay. at the mansion, drawing okay. it, okay. and there's one at the Discovery Center, right at the entrance, okay. and then in front of the library. Very good. So check it out. And, and if you like it, what we need to do is we need to have uh, Permanent some, art. <laughs> some money raised because yeah. it doesn't come cheap. No. Uh, yeah, and, we and got grants some. to pay. Uh, Grant and Redstone Federal Credit Union matched it to pay for well, the we sculptures. need some of our own to keep we do right <laughs> we don't. And, uh, you know in I, I i look at what Asheville, north carolina and i've never lived there but visited there mm-hmm. they have taken local history and they have turned it into sculpture mm-hmm. and it's all over the downtown area and that makes it strictly about their community yeah. maybe we could do something like yeah, that yeah that's a great idea oh, we have a lot of artists here we do so. we do and the borough art crawl will be next friday during the tree Fantastic. lighting they'll be set up too so lots of small artists um, selling their work another reason to shop downtown that's right so it's so important to uh, to patronize local businesses. Now, and it's also good to walk around, uh, look at history. You you still have the walking tour, uh, the, the heritage center. So the heritage center is um, connected to Main Street um, and our office at two two five West College Street, right across from Pinnacle behind Marinas, um, and they do tours. They have brochures that have the history of all the houses downtown in the historic um, district of the where the residents are so and you can even get them to take you on a tour a lot of people don't know that they they do that this person wants to know is there an online version of the discussion that you had with the library representative okay that yeah that was uh, not uh, me uh, (laughs) (laughs) yeah i just saw that pop up oh yeah so yeah, uh, yeah. There's uh, it's on our website wgnsradio.com under podcast, and this program that uh, you're hearing now, if there's something you missed in it, you can go back uh, again. Give us thirty or so minutes, and it'll be on the website also, where you can mm-hmm. listen to it as often as you wish, mm-hmm. and then just go back and re- reminisce about something. Bart, you know something that's really cool that these businesses do together quarterly they have what we call the sip shop and stroll events where they all stay open late um, and then they kicked off the christmas um, shopping um, on november the first friday in november they all did that and stayed open and that's kind of like what the shop small saturday is where there there's an effort to all come together they open early y'all might want to tell them yes. like your hours and your specials that you run yes on um black friday which golly it's right after thanksgiving mm-hmm. we will at our stores will actually be open 8 a.m to 7 p.m um we will we will definitely have some big giant sales at their top secret right now oh, okay. but, <laughs> but uh, and then we have great giveaways as well mm-hmm. on saturday we're also open from eight to seven and then it starts our sundays will be open one to five we're normally not open on sunday but between thanksgiving and christmas it gives customers a little more opportunity mm-hmm. at trendy pieces bellas and the marketplace and even our back room is going to be open on friday and saturday and we are going to have big sales oh, nice. all the stores 
those two days. So we're very excited about that. Now, I've seen Judy's Facebook page. Is it on Friday or Saturday where you, you it might be both days, where you show the video of all the ladies standing outside? It's Friday. Because we like, what from, are they doing? From 8 to 11, we do something really, really crazy okay. from 8 to 11. And, and we have a line. And it's great because the ladies just run in, swinging their arms, making us feel so special. <laughs> but I do want to say one thing that's coming to mind is, is shopping small, small business Saturday is fabulous. But I think it's just kind of a way of life, mm-hmm. you know, when you have that opportunity through the year all year all the seasons all the holidays think about your small businesses you might be really surprised how fabulous you love it and you'll be coming back for more if we can ever get them in we usually can get them back we had in. a, a long time mm-hmm. customer come in last night and uh, i greeted her by name as she walked through the door and uh, as she was leaving she said you know every time i come in you call me by name and that just makes me feel so good mm-hmm. and I, i'm thinking well I know you, mm-hmm. and you know me, and and that, that's what that's shopping what small, small is all yeah. about. Chris, you get a lot of people from. A, well, I mean, I'm sure y'all all do, but I've been in your store when I've heard people are like, "Oh yeah, I'm not from here. I just came in and walked into your store, and what do you sell?" And I'm like, "You're like you guys are like a tourist attraction." We, yeah. I've I've actually been asked if I am the president of the chamber <laughs> more than one time because I'll pull out the map that uh-huh. Main Street has has provided for us and I'll say, "Have you been to MJ Home? Have you seen that that place? It's gorgeous. Go mm-hmm. over there." Have you been over to Sugarees? Have you been to Funtiques? Those are great shops that you've got to go see. Mm-hmm. Have you eaten at Marina's? Have you tried the alley? Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I just I sort of tell about my favorites. And we do when that I do too. that, and it's... they'll just they'll just stand there and look, and then I'll tell them about the courthouse, mm-hmm. and that that is also the Rutherford County Museum, and that it's free and open to the public, and it's also the only public restrooms downtown. Something good <laughs> to know. And yeah. <laughs> but yeah, it's just it's like they come back to ask more questions later too. Mm-hmm. So it's, it's we send people to you to give them we that send information. People everywhere. We send them to you. <laughs> Y'all are representatives of Murfreesboro. I tell you, these are some great reasons to shop every day downtown, Mm -hmm. but especially this Saturday for Shop Small Business Saturday. Uh, If you're listening to us in another town, do it in your own town. Shop local. It makes a big difference. Before we leave, uh, any final thoughts, Sarah? Oh, I'm just, I'm thankful. I mean, this is a thankful season, and... During Thanksgiving, I, I'm thankful for our health and that we're able to be here and for BART. For, I mean, you guys are local and, you know, for us to support you guys with advertising. And I'm thankful for these small business owners who just smile and are nice, you know, and support each other. And it's we have a great community. We really do. And, and thankful for people like all of you. Thank you so much for joining us. Judy Goldie with us. Chris Gerbman, and the Main Street Executive Director, who's everywhere smiling every day, Sarah Callender. Thank you for joining Thanks, us. Bart. Thank you, Bart. Stay with us. Much more to come. Even more seasonal. This is MTSU President Sydney McPhee. You're listening to WGNS, your local connection to Blue Raider Atlanta. WGNS AM, FM, online. Hi, this is Jenny at Ryan Flowers Coffee and Gifts. For decades, Ryan's Flowers has been the good neighbor flower shop. Came across a lady like that, and it was on a chilly night. She almost didn't answer the door, and at the last minute she did. She was so happy. 
The look on her face is just overwhelming. Every order from Ryan's is for a good neighbor. Ryan Flowers Coffee and Gifts, 117 South Academy, just a couple blocks off the square. Hi, this is Peter Demas. One of the things that we've done years ago is we've been able to do our orders like our pastas and many other items that we used to be able to put them in large pans. And now we have a catering team that will even deliver it to your home. We can drop it off for you, set it up, or they can come in and pick it up. Look up our catering menu on www.demasrestaurants.com. This is Peter Demas at Demas's Restaurant, 1115 Northwest Broad Street in Murfreesboro. Hi, this is Dan at Music World in Drummer's Den. We have new things going on here for Christmas. We have gift cards available for any amount from a dollar up to whatever you want to spend on it. We have Christmas specials going on. Our prices are competitive. Sometimes we're even below the online prices. We have layaway plans available, and this is real popular at Christmas. Music World in Drummer's Den, 2762 South Church, right across the street from Indian Hills Golf Course. Partial sunshine develops here this afternoon with a high in the low 50s. Northwest winds at 5 to 10 miles per hour. Tonight, mostly cloudy alone near 31. I'm meteorologist Jennifer Wojcicki on News Radio WGNS. Currently, it's 43. Don't throw away old flags. WGNS retires old glory with respect. Bring those tattered Bibles here, too. We're more than talk. Well, good morning to you. Welcome back. And on our second segment of our broadcast, we're going to be talking about the holidays. They're officially with us. Tomorrow is Thanksgiving. And around this time of the year, a lot of things go through our minds. Perhaps you've lost a loved one uh, during uh, right before this holiday season. Perhaps it's been many years ago, but the Grief continues, and we're going to be talking about uh, dealing with holiday grief and things of that sort. Dr. Mike Courtney from Branches Counseling is with us this morning. Mike, good morning to you. Good morning, Bart. It's good to see you. Good to have you with us today. Is that unusual for people to be grieving maybe somebody who died five or six years ago? No, not at all. You know, we have this kind of a... Uh, old wives tale i hope that's not a sexist thing to say but we have again an old wives tale that uh, the kubler ross five stages of grief and so we have this idea that there should be this clean i go through these five stages it takes about a year and then everything's okay that's just not the case this is not this is not <clears throat> just the loss of a person it's a change in a relationship and the relationship is still there this is still my my wife who passed away or my my daughter that i lost and i the relationship remains forever so to go through a long grieving process it's not unnormal and it's not a bad thing what do people need to do to make it through this season well i think the the first thing is just that is just to normalize it is just to say you know I, there's not something wrong with me i'm not flawed here now there is what we call complicated grief where where it, it takes us to a deeper level or to a place we're not able to function and at that point at, at the risk of 
sound like a paid political announcement. You probably need to see a counselor. But for the most part, just a, a sadness or recognizing that I'm going to be triggered. You know, Grandpa always was the one that hung the, the stockings on the... Every, every year I miss him. At the, to recognize that's a normal thing. I think that's probably the, the very first step in all of this is to give yourself some grace and say, yeah, this is, it's, it's appropriate, it's normal for me to go through that. Uh, beyond that, I think there's some really good coping skills that people can put in place, and, uh, and we can may- maybe kind of go through some of those and talk about here's, here are the things that you ought to do to, to make it easier. Not going to, again, it's never going to go away completely. I, it, we all have, I, I lost a sister 40 years ago. And, I, and still at Christmas time, I think, oh, I wonder what it would have been like to have her. So it's never going to go away, but we can make it better, make it easier. We have a text here from a listener who says that they get together for Thanksgiving every year, but they have started talking about their mother who died. Mm-hmm. Is that good or bad? I think it's a wonderful thing it, to, to continue to grieve, to continue to remember it honors the life, you know. It that's a that's honoring of this mother who poured her life into her children. It was so Im- important for them. So I think that's a very healthy thing. And if, in fact, I would encourage you to do that if you haven't been doing that. To uh, say, you know what? Let's just take a minute and talk about Dad. Remember, remember, he always carved the turkey. And man, we it wasn't that fun. Uh, there's a sweetness that develops early on. That's probably it, but a sweetness that develops until those conversations. My wife and I, we laugh. We talk about our parents that are that are all gone now, and we'll laugh and tell stories. I think that's good. So if the conversation comes up, <clears throat> continue it. It, you know, that's a great point. That's true. And I would say for those people who are not grieving, but you have someone in your midst, let them do that. We, we oh let's let's don't talk about that let's change the subject no let them talk about that in fact i didn't i, I asked questions i hey you know how is it this this first christmas without without bud being here how, how are you feeling give them a chance to talk I, i'd encourage you to to provide the opportunity for that so is talking about the person that you're missing important then you know, as smart as we think we are, and and as as much wonderful technology as we have, Bart, we've still never found anything better than actually talking, than just getting saying the words, getting them out, and sometimes hearing ourselves say them. I say to my wife often, "I need to say this to know what I think about it." Uh, I I think we have found that giving giving someone space to talk and and there aren't there aren't right wrong words or wrong words to just talk is incredibly healthy and a good thing yeah we have a a text here from a listener who says i know i'm doing the wrong thing but i keep doing it i stay in and close the doors uh i lock off people when i start feeling this way yeah, I, um, I would say, first of all, if you say to yourself, I know I'm doing the wrong thing, you probably are. So, so, so listen, to, confirming it to yeah, listen to yourself. That's okay. Now, again, I don't think there's anything wrong with setting some boundaries, with taking breaks. Um, I, I'm, 
I'm going to say this, and if I hope none of my clients hear this. There are sometimes at the end of the day, I am sick of people. I just, I'm sick of it. And so to give yourself a break, there's nothing wrong with that. But uh, to isolate, to recognize that this is unhealthy, and yet I'm doing it anyway, that's, that's not a good thing. And I would encourage that, that listener and other people as well. You just, you know, you don't have to turn the whole season into a one long party but say you know what i'm going to go to church i'm, I'm going to get out and make myself go to church i'm going to go to the to the garden club i haven't been to for a while just do one thing that gets you out of the house one thing too i'm wondering we're, we're beginning to get into this darker time of the year it gets dark early sun doesn't come up until later uh do we get gloomy and with with darkness oh absolutely there's seasonal affective disorder uh, which appropriately the acronym is sad uh, so we are affected by that lack of sunlight uh, we, we we need more vitamin d we need some things that we can do to help with that there is the added stress hustle and bustle for the healthiest of people the holidays are are <laughs> maddening there's that there is the the triggers of as we've talked about well we always did this so all of those things contribute to a, an increase perhaps in the morning in the grieving process and again just to say that's that's the way it is that's okay that's not abnormal is is important and we have a, another person who's saying that they're glad that we brought up that thought about the darkness they said, my mom is by herself and closes the curtains and turns the lights down every day. It sits in the dark. Mm-hmm. What can I do to change that? Yeah. Well, uh, a giving company, you know, and, and I, I know it's their situations are different. It's hard. But where you can to go by, to just talk, to say, mom, let's open the curtains for a while. Let's take a walk. Uh, getting outside, even even in cold days, sometimes people are mobily impaired. It's hard to do that, but but to create opportunities for them to uh, to to not isolate, to not sit in the dark. My own story. My father battled uh, bipolar. And, and I would know. I would go by his house and the curtains would all be pulled and the doors would be closed and I would know he's sinking into this. And I would just go in and say, let's open the curtains, let's talk for a while, let's turn on some lights. I think that would be helpful. So lights, brightness, that is a good way to... Yes. to get out of these moods absolutely and and you may not you may not get out of the mood but it's it's going to brighten at least the moment and it's going to give you some impetus to continue to do the right things better things very definitely we're talking today about some ways to enjoy the holidays more not looking at them as a negative mm-hmm. and if you have questions comments easiest thing to do is to text us your questions 615-893-1450 615-893-1450 dr mike courtney from branches counseling is our guest we will be back in just a moment stay with us our family at demas's restaurant are proud to support local emergency responders who put their lives on the line for our community each and every day this is Peter Demas, and here is Demas's emergency responder. An elderly woman was driving down Thompson Lane when she had a blowout on the bridge. Traffic was heavy, and two Murfreesboro police officers became her knights in shining armor. 
The road is very narrow there, and they ask her to stay in the car while they change the tire. While Lieutenant Greg Walker changed the tire, Officer Patrick Nemeron directed the traffic. Thank you, Murfreesboro Police Lieutenant Greg Walker and Officer Patrick Nemeron for coming to the aid of this citizen in need. When you see a firefighter, police officer, paramedic, or telecommunicator going the extra mile, let WGNS know and we at Demas' Restaurant will salute them as the emergency responder of the week. We have something in the library that I've been working with, and that's a shelf of Adams Place authors. There are quite a few books that have been written by people who lived here. That's a kind of a highlight in the library that I'm a little proud of. Margaret Ordobadian. And we didn't consider any other place. This was it. <laughs> I'm Terry Deal. Call me for more information about Adams Place, 1927 Memorial Boulevard, across from Walmart. Call Adams Place today at 615-904-9111. If you're looking for an authentic relationship with financial experts who genuinely care about your unique needs, Capstar Bank is for you. Capstar Bank is dedicated to the people of this community. Capstar Bank wants to help you reach your financial goals. Because at Capstar Bank, you matter to us. Capstar Bank, 2230 Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. Boulevard, capstarbank.com, member FDIC, equal housing lender, we're News Radio WGNS 100.5, 101.9, 1450. Online and on your phone at WGNSradio.com. Welcome back. Mike Courtney is with us this morning, and we're talking about holiday seasons uh, bringing on depression, things of that sort. And you can turn this around. Do you have to be thinking about this a lot? Uh, what's the best way to turn it around? Do you have to admit, hey, something is not right? Well, yes. Again, I think I think talking out loud, saying how you feel, finding uh, someone that you can trust to say, you know, I'm just this is a difficult time. I'm going through some struggles. I think that's a healthy thing to begin with that, to acknowledge that. But then I think you also can set set boundaries for other people. Uh, I I you know, Dad, you got to come to this party. Well, no, I, re I really don't. I I'm, I'm going to go with some friends to Hardee's and we'll have breakfast there and that's fine. But also set boundaries for yourself to say, you know, I'm going to give myself uh, two or three hours to, to, to mourn, to mope around, to close the curtains. And, and then I'm going to set a timer on my watch. And, and when those two or three hours are over, I'm going to, I'm going to, Take a shower, brush my teeth, go out, take a walk, those kinds of things. So I think to be very intentional about space. Here's some space to grieve now. It's, it's time to put that behind me for a little while and move on, even if it's just for an hour or two, to make sure we, we set limits on, on our grieving. So don't get into grieving and, and stay in there. I An old-timer a long, long time ago, of course— you and I are old timers now. You know there are That's people. Right. <laughs> there are people. How did that happen? <laughs> there's people somewhere quoting us, saying an old timer used to say, <laughs> but an old timer used to tell me you can't keep a bird from landing in your hair, but you can keep it from making a nest. And uh, so, yeah, these this sadness, this grief, it's going to come on me this time of the year, seasonal affective disorder, the triggers of the holiday. But I don't, I'm not bound by that. I don't have to surrender to that. 
I give myself permission to grieve. I, I set some healthy limits. And then I say, okay, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to put this behind me. And uh, sometimes I'll teach people a, 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 a trick. I don't know if that's the right word. A mindfulness technique. And I'll say, I want you to, to pick up some uh, object, a, a coffee cup, and just hold it. Say, this is a coffee cup. It's kind of heavy. Not passing judgment. I just see what it is. Yeah, okay, I'm going to set it down. Do that with a couple of things. This is my phone. Practice that. And now say, okay, this is grief. I've, I'm familiar with it. I know what it feels like. There's a tightness in my chest. It's hard for me. To okay, now I'm going to set that down, just like I did with the coffee cup. I'm going to set it aside, and I'm going to go to this church activity. I'm going to go you know, meet my neighbors and, and, and just practice being intentional about not being caught up in our, in our emotions. So you're saying be intentional, get rid of these things, but get around people. Is that that's the secret? Absolutely. Get around people. One of the callers earlier talked about about closing themselves in. Again, I want to I want to give a lot of grace. I think that's okay for a little while, but I need people in my life. In fact, I would uh, one of the things I would encourage today, and we're starting into the holidays tomorrow, is maybe take a piece of paper and write out the names of three or four people. That, uh, you know, I know if I would call them, if I, if I would call Bart and say, hey, Bart, can we just go get a cup of coffee? He would do that. And so make yourself a list. Because when I'm in the middle of it, I think, uh, well, there's no one. They're too busy. They're, but, you know, I know that I can call this person and they would take me out for a cup of coffee. So make yourself a list of that um, that uh, resource that you're going to call on when if it's necessary. So... Get with people, do something positive. Yes. With your time. Yes. Being productive, there's nothing more uh, healing than being productive. So volunteer, uh, you know, do a, be in your, in your, I'm talking about church a lot. Not everybody's involved in church, but your, your church has a uh, gift wrapping ministry. Be a part of that or, or volunteer at the Boys and Girls Club, or do find something for just a few hours. And again, I'm not talking about a, a life change. I have to do this forever, but I'm going to take two or three hours a day and and uh, you know go by Adam's place and just sit and visit with some people. Being productive is incredibly important in all of this. There's something to be said about just going out and helping people, like you said. Just yeah. it makes you feel good. <clears throat> And it gets you out of the house. Yes, absolutely. And it gives meaning to our messes, I often say, because somebody that you're talking to is experiencing the same thing that you're experiencing. And so I can I can use this. I can take advantage of it and sit and talk to someone who's also lost some. Oh, is that the way you feel? Yeah. I feel yeah. the yeah. same way. Yeah. Very good. And yeah. so, so it gives meaning to that. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So uh, a person is saying that uh, they lost their husband two years ago. Uh, it was around the first of the year, but they have just always missed and thought about this. But it comes up even harder uh, each time around Thanksgiving and Christmas. Mm -hmm. uh, they, they said that they just keep thinking about the loss of that person. What can they do? 
Well, again, I, I think to recognize that the, that the person is gone, but the relationship is not, and to treasure that, to hold on to those memories. I am so grateful for the years that, that Bill and I had together, mm-hmm. to treasure that, to hold on to it. Um, maybe go back to an old tradition. <clears throat> um, you know, Bill was always the one that carved the turkey. So go back to that old tradition and say, hey, now my son's going to do it. You know, Scott, while you're, while you're carving the turkey, let's talk about your dad. Also, then begin a new tradition. I think both of those are important. Hold on to the old, but begin something new and say, okay, this is a, this is a new day. It's a new story. I'm not leaving my spouse out of this, but my relationship with him is, or her is different now. So when you're saying uh, continue maybe the same tradition by bringing in someone else, bring in something that uh, somebody who sort of fits with the memory. Yes. And it, it becomes an even bigger uh, tradition. Yes. For the future. My, my mother, Bart, wrote a, a book. Uh, and in the book, she had a line that she was, she was trying to convey that there are things in your life that drain the joy from you. And she called them happy sucking she said these are happy sucking sucking moments so we start after she passed we started a tradition every year at thanksgiving right before the meal we will raise our cups and we'll say happy sucking and that's that's kind of <laughs> keeping the old but but putting a new bent on it so that we're honoring mom but we're also laughing saying you know life is different now and we and yeah. we do this in a different way so find something that is a positive memory and amplify it yes yes and maybe reimagine it you know bring somebody different into it honoring the old embracing the new and uh, i keep coming back to this but give yourself a lot all the things we're talking about right now they're not going to work a hundred percent of the time and that's okay give yourself grace i'm trying I'm, i'm and it'll be better next year than it was this year just give yourself a lot of grace Here's an interesting note. This person says, I hear so much about the grief support groups in town, and I feel like I want to go there just to honor my husband, but I don't go. Yeah. Would they help? Yeah, absolutely. Again, being able to voice what you're feeling is important. Being able to hear from someone else is really important. So they would help, and I encourage you to do that. I, I would say very often we talk, well, I'll use this phrase, just do the next right thing. I, I'm not signing up for a, a grief support group for the next six months. I'm just going to go today. I'm, I'm just going to try this today. And so be willing to just yeah, go one time, uh, see how it felt, and then go back again. And before long, you'll, you'll be surprised that you've really become involved in this. So. And there's so many different grief support groups that are different every kind of group and then i guess you have to find the one that's comfortable for you oh yes they're like i always say they're like baptist churches there's one on every corner and there's something <laughs> different about all of them and so don't be don't and, and by the way people who are leading support groups they're aware of this they're very comfortable with this i have a group of men that meets every thursday morning and guys come in they try it for a couple of weeks. It's not for them. That doesn't hurt anybody's feelings. So so just be willing to, to try a couple of different groups until you find that group that really matters to you and really works for you. 
here's a person who's saying, uh, I, I feel like I want to make New Year's resolutions, but they are depressing also. Uh, could that be? <laughs> yeah. I never thought of that as yeah. a, a grief, but I guess it could become similar to a grief. Well, absolutely. I think I think we're mourning things that we did not do well during the past year whether it's financial or weight or whatever absolutely i i've, I've wasted another year is, is, is what we're saying to ourselves so i i encourage you to reframe that to to reimagine that uh, i this i am i'm not making a new year's resolution i'm putting some steps in front of me that are going to lead me to a whole different path and just begin to use a different language about that we we attach feelings to words and so i've you know now resolutions is just a negative word for me so i'm going to do something i'm, I'm going to put some steps in place and change the way you talk about it which will begin to change the way you feel about it so take something that is a negative or depressing to you, whether it's the loss of a loved one or the way that life is going in your mind, and and change it into the direction that you are more comfortable. Yes, absolutely. We um, there's a a whole modality of of counseling called cognitive behavior therapy, which basically says the way you think is going to be the way you act. And so I am, it's also true the other way. I can act myself into thinking better. So if I, if I, if I say, okay, New Year's resolutions never work. I'm not going to keep them. It's going to be another year of failure. I promise you, Bart, that's exactly what's going to happen. <laughs> but if I say, oh, you know, I don't like New Year's resolutions. I like uh, goals. I like objectives. I'm going to put some objectives in place and I'm going to work towards that. And I'm, I'm excited about that. I'm going to see what happens. That completely changes my approach, my feelings about it, my, my attitude about that. And it can change the whole grieving process. If, man, this is, this is another day that I get to honor mom about uh, the things that she did in my life. So just talk about it differently. So we have about three minutes left in our broadcast this morning. If we were to summarizing what people can do to make this a good Thanksgiving yeah. tomorrow, a good Christmas coming up. Well, I, you know, f first of all, declare that's going to be. Uh, you know, um, I, I, I love Bob Benson said, "My teacher thought I was smarter than I was, so I was." Uh, just declare this is going to be a good Thanksgiving. You know, we're going to miss Dad, but so state a positive objective. I, the second thing is, put a new tradition in place light a candle some people put an empty chair at the table just say hey this is not a sad thing it's not a grieving thing but we're starting a new tradition i think that would be a, a healthy thing to do take out your calendar uh plan the holiday season i know after two or three days i'm going to need a break so i'm going to plan a break in here or I know that this, uh, you know, class party is coming up. I don't want to go. I'm going to put that on the calendar and make myself go. Use the calendar. And then the last thing is take a lot of good care of you. Uh, take walks. Take naps. Uh, sit with friends. Take care of you. Put those three or four things in place, and it'll help this to be a, a wonderful holiday season. So make those very uh, planned movements yes yes and 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 make sure they happen 
Yes, I'm not going to get well accidentally. I'm not going to get over grieving accidentally. I need to be intentional, put a good plan in place, and let people help you walk through that. And those sad memories will probably stay with you because they're good memories. Yes, but they become sweet. They sweet be, instead they of sweet. sad. Yes, yes. There you go. Yeah. So it's it's a tribute to the person that has moved on. Oh, it honors them. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm still a little bit sad about losing dad. Wow, he must have been a great dad. That's a, that's yeah. a great thing. Yeah. I like the way you're, you're saying those things. If you have any questions, can they get with you at Branches? Sure. We would love to talk to you. We have groups available. Uh, 615-904-7170 is the phone number, or branches.org is the website. We've been visiting this morning with Dr. Mike Courtney from Branches Counseling, sort of helping us to find a way to make it positively through the holidays. Mike, thank you for joining us today. Thank you, Bart. I appreciate you. Stay with us. Much more to come.